This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. WCW enhancement talent Randy Hogan, baby, being in the ring with the Road Warriors, Vader, Abdul the Butcher, Midnight Express, and all them guys. Let me tell you, it was dang rough, but not as rough as listening to Cyan Mags on that chain wrestling show, brother. What you gonna do when this pair of fools, Cyan Mags and chain wrestling, brother, runs wild on you? Yo. Yo, ho, ho. Yo. How the devil are we all? Do I get to say yo as well? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You've only been here two minutes. You're not allowed to say yo. That's what the cool kids say. <laughs> I was never part of the cool kids crew, hence why I'm on this show. Oh. Oh, look, straight away comes on as the first live guest and oh. straight away abusing the show. Good evening, good morning, wherever and whenever you may be listening or watching from. This is Chain Wrestling Live with Mags, Sai, and this week, Mr. Benny Mac, a Radio Techers production. I am Sai, and you've already heard the dulcet tones of Mr. Benny Mac alongside us this week, and as always, is the right to censor to my not very slender, the Royal Rumble to my drunken stumbles, they happen often, more than once a year, a podcaster who says, the more the merrier inside his ring, I mean, from a I mean from a battle uh, royal standpoint, I don't know where your minds are going. I mean, from a battle royal standpoint, fifty men, sixty men, more the merrier. <laughs> the Podfather himself, Mister Max, how are we doing, sir? I'm I'm offended. Sixty <laughs> men, sixty men, yeah, would be like a wizard sleeve. Oh uh, yeah, I'm doing really, really good. I'm doing Glad really to hear good. it, Glad to hear it. Nice quiet week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, in that kind of like um, period after New Year, we've uh, no football and no UFC. We've spent some quality time with uh, with Mrs. Mags uh, before we hit the January run of never speaking to her again. Uh, so yeah, doing well. 
As the last quality street comes out the tin, you know, it's time to go back into a little hobbit hole of recording and come back out next December. We're a Rosa's family in this house, sir. Oh, I do apologise. I do apologise. Yes. Is, is, is there that much of a difference? Well, yes. well yeah. Is there? What? Yeah. Yes. Don't they have One. a lot of the? Don't they have a lot of the similar same sweets in them? Just like different uh, brands. I mean, similar in the case of they're made out of chocolate, but uh, <laughs> oh. not in terms of actual <laughs> what what the chocolates are. No. You both you get a strawberry cream in both of them, don't you? I don't think you get a strawberry in the quality street. It's orange, orange cream. Yes, it is. Orange, yeah. Don't you get an orange one in the roses as well, though? Um, I, be- I, th- I believe it's an orange crunch in the roses. Oh, that's different. That's different. Connors- connoisseur over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I know my roses, sir. Yeah. quality <laughs> street, apparently. Don't test man on his roses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We had some chocolates for Christmas this year that my wife's. Um, I, I just have to say in the chat, but I think it's uh, her nephew bought for us. And they're in these two big, massive white long, but they, they were like a foot long, these things. And it's like a selection box. And they were amazing. They were those sort of, those sort of chocolates where you have like two or three and you feel genuinely like you're going to vomit. They were that good, oh, you know? And They, they sound delicious. <laughs> yeah, they're, no, they're amazing. It was so chocolate. nice. It's because they're so sickly. It's not because they're gross. You know, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't eat them if they were gross. But I just said to Sharon, oh, they're lush they are. So, you know, we should look into getting some more of them. I've never heard of them before. Sharon looked them up. The kids spent 25, 30 quid on us for Christmas for chocolate. Which, oh, whereas I appreciate that, that that's, that's amazing. Cute. I think I'm going to wait until we get given it a, as a gift again, as opposed to go out and pay for it myself. Because that's expensive, man. I mean, you have been ripped off. Don't let's, let's not be around the No, bush. they were good. <laughs> So, for example, my advent calendar that I got this year, I actually waited till like uh, near the middle of December to get it because I got a Reese's Pieces advent calendar for like three nice. quid. Okay. And then you get the thing of because you're halfway through the, mu- the month, you can eat loads of them in one day to catch up. You'd think so. But right. <laughs> I have a I have a granddaughter uh, who's uh, about going on three years old, and she learned that everybody got an, an advent calendar, so she would go around everybody to have their chocolates. Amazing, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's well, brilliant. not really, because I got half of a Reese's cup every single ah. day. Oh, what she put half of it back in? No, I'd have to get the half before giving her the second. Oh, half. I see. All oh, right, yeah, because that'd be a bit grim, wouldn't it? Because you know she's eating it and then put the other half back in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's why, where my half chewed away. That <laughs> instantly goes to a half chewed chocolate. Brilliant. Yeah, that's weird. That's very strange. Very strange. Eat it and come back for that bit later, shall I? Yeah, that's it. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll tuck it behind this little. I'll tuck it behind this little cardboard door. We'll come back for that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess eaten straight away. Let's face it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> We're all in denial. Oh. It's like popping a tub of Pringles, and let's face it. They're gonna go. They're gonna go. I'm right with Pringles. I'm <laughs> right with a couple of Pringles. I'm okay with that. I don't know if it's the way they're cooked or whatever fat or oil they use or whatever. Oh, too many Pringles. They, they make me feel a bit grotty. So I'm all right with that. Yeah, Pring- Pringles have their own kind of self-defense mechanism with me though, because I can only just get my hand like into a certain point before <laughs> the, the, the 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 fingers can't go anymore. So yeah, they they kind of hard away. Um, but you end up so tipping the tube. I was going to say that's where you tip them. <laughs> ah, yeah, you end up tipping, but, but then all the little crumbs can't go all over ah, the bloody floor. The, the, the trick is to put a piece of paper in and then slide them out. That's too much effort for me. Just tip them. Look at this. <laughs> just, just go, Look at this. this is the voice of experience. Yeah, that's a different podcast. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
chain wrestling after dark. After dark, soon. indeed. Uh, so after then, so I think it should be called. Sorry. <laughs> Shall we have a little look who's popped up in the chat magazine before we get on with our non-wrestling topic this week? Yes, we shall. So uh, the the effervescent Mrs. P in the chat. Uh, it's Monday night, so you know what that means. And uh, Charlie, who uh, we heard this week on uh, SJP, that was uh, that was cool. Um, she recorded. I, sorry, she recorded that jingle a long time ago, so she may not may not understand what you're on about there. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'll, yeah, I'll play it later, Charlie. <laughs> and and that that episode of SJP with uh, Scottish Daddy, classic, really, really, uh, really good episode. Well done, oh, um, Conor McCabe in the chat. Hello, sir. How are you, uh, Sharon? So is the, the the place you got your chunk from uh-huh. was Hotel Chocolat, actually. Um, my wife loves chocolate from hotel chocolate um we i go on a, a website called hot uk deals uh, and I, i'm always having to scout for the hotel chocolate deals because other than that normal price it's scandalous absolutely scandalous yeah. but if you can nip in when there's a sale you can you can get some uh some really good bargains there i'll keep an eye on that mate because they were they were good they were banging mm-hmm. they were they, they are really good. good yes indeed yes indeed so this week, our non-wrestling topic was to basically discuss entrance themes, as there were so, so many of them on the uh, Royal Rumble um, episode. You get 30, don't you, for the Rumble itself? So, well, mm-hmm. unless you start getting the nonsense, like, right to censor, beeping their way to the ring every other entrance, I guess, on the bloody nerves. But with a little bit of a twist, because it is the non-wrestling topic portion of the show, as opposed to anything wrestling-orientated. So we asked about entrance themes in real life. If you could pick an entrance theme to walk into work and have playing every day, walk into the local shops, walk into school, college, wherever, just popping around your mate's house or going into the pub. Real life theme music to accompany you when you make a grand entrance. And we had some quite quite funny responses, to be fair. Uh, We've got majority of them are on Twitter magazine, but there's one at the end that's on WhatsApp from our friend Matt Willis, but we'll get to that shortly. The the American Matt Willis right now still uh, yeah. partying up in Orlando with his yeah. brain freezers, getting regular images of him struggling because he's had something too cold, <laughs> and he does look like he's in absolute pain, doesn't he? But it's the it's the definition of an idiot because he keeps doing the same <laughs> thing and expecting to not get brain freeze. Yeah, it's not the it's not the breast, is it? But he tried to explain yeah. this, didn't he? He was arguing back and forth with with Graham, was it from Good Cop Bad Cop? about why don't you just not have cold stuff? And he's like, well, it's really hot here. And and, and in typical Matt Willis fashion, I, I love the bloke, it went back and forth, back, and he just was not having it. He was like, no, I'm not going to stop eating ice cream. Shut up, Graham. I'm, I'm, <laughs> whether it hurts me or not, I'm going to power through. So Matt is setting his ways, kind of like someone else who uh, who's uh, in this very in this very studio right here. I'm not. I'm not set in my ways. I just take a little bit of time to get my head around to new ideas. Okay. okay. Uh, so, the wife said today, actually, but the wife literally said today about half an hour before we came on air about changing the back room around. And our house is so small, we've got the fridge freezer and the fridge in the back room as well as my desk, her desk. But so there's quite a bit there to move around in this tiny space. So basically, changing the whole back room. Normally, and, and Sharon will attest to this. If anything like that has to be done, she either has to do it when I'm at the house. <laughs> or <laughs> or ap- approach me with it about two, three weeks before she wants it to happen so I can get my head around it. You know? But no, th- today, Sharon will test in the chat now. She, she said, oh, what about this? Oh, yeah, same, just do it. 
I can see times where you've walked in that room and sat at the fridge, tried to turn it on like your computer. Like, where's my screen gone? <laughs> there is, there are top, like when I sit in my, my chair on my, my, my one end of the sofa, I sit there and put the TV on. I can tell if Sharon's dusted or vacuumed in certain areas and had to like move the cabinet. And, and like, it's, it's like, it's a, wow. if it's like, if it's like half an inch out, so I'm looking at the TV and I'm going, this ain't right. Why is that? Why is this angle? Oh not right my yet? god! Are you it's monitoring from... friends, Sorry, What's going on? I didn't... It's, it's... Obviously, we've covered it in a previous episode. I think I'm, I'm, I've got some OCD issues with stuff like that. It drives me absolutely batty. But when um when Magsy sits there sometimes and and chastises me for coming on the show late or, or joining <laughs> the or joining <laughs> like a like a naughty school child. <laughs> You, you, you don't actually go that bad, but I can tell it's your tone of voice. It's like, I'll, I'll come on. Or all the messages I get, it'll be live in three minutes. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> I, can, I can read it. Well, I do read it in your accent as well. So it's literally you just coming across going, brilliant. I almost read it with you rolling your eyes at me, you know? But when you I've been make, late on certain You do make me roll my eyes at a <laughs> There are certain times when I come on late, and it's because I'm trying to... Uh, uh, I'm trying to I've got a laptop set up, and, I've, and there's one cable that isn't fixed. It's quite loose. And if it's not sat right, it drives me mad when I'm sat here recording. So I've got to, play, I've got to get that right before I start recording, or you're going to hear me going... For a couple of times, I try and find. I've moved it now. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway 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 as we were saying about the non-lesson topic <laughs> and mentioning graham from good cop bad cop as well we'll start with him at good bad wrestle the good cop bad cop wrestling podcast absolutely fantastic show there mr matt willis joining us in the chat hello matt just talking about you i was singing your praises my friend magsy was saying he doesn't like you but you know and i was i was absolutely slated him <laughs> but yes it's we're starting with the Message from Good Cop, Bad Cop on Twitter. He says, the introvert in him uh, hates the idea of an intro alerting people to to him entering anywhere. <laughs> so he's gone with the world's quietest song. Now, I'm, I'm no doubt that when the audio version comes out later in the week, there's going to be snippets of these songs dotted around the show somewhere. This one, I may not bother with because if it's that quiet, we may not be able to hear it, eh, I suppose. <laughs> the old uh, static noise from the TV yeah. back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like two oh seconds of, of silence. We could do that now. Yeah. I'm not going to. I will. No, it didn't work, did it? See, I, was, I was trying to do it then. I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to think on my... <laughs> to, save yourself, to save yourself having to insert some silence, you thought, I'll get it out of the way now. But then I yeah. went and ruined it. And you just wouldn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I know I feel like so when I'm editing the waiting room, all right? <laughs> oh, mate, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually concerned about this one because this m- makes me feel that Graham wants to go around sneaking about and kind yeah. of going under the radar. I'm not suspicious. Get, not get, yeah. I'm suspicious of, uh, of, uh, of Graham for this one. Yeah, like the sly little ninja just creeping around behind people and stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, swiping their phones and their wallets and whatnot. <laughs> And biscuits, swiping the biscuits. Biscuits? Yeah. <laughs> Why specifically biscuits? Not specific, any biscuit. Whichever biscuit. Well, no, I'm not I'm not, say, <laughs> I'm not saying which specific biscuit, am I? I'm not saying, I'm not, oh, I'm not it robbing was... those, those digestives. Oh, no, I want rich tea only. Yeah. I meant biscuits in general. Why are you specifically saying biscuits? <laughs> Firstly, who picks rich tea over digestives? That's yeah. That that's someone on a register. I like. I like clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
seriously, is this is this the way this is going to be? This is why I fear change. Okay, we've got a guest <laughs> on, and I'm getting ganged up on though. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm like I normally. I'm just watching from the chat room at the moment. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I like rich tea biscuits. All right, they're not my favourite. They're not my go-to, but I'd have that over a digestive. Yeah, rich well, tea is just a coaster. That's all it is. Yeah. Rich tea, you need five held together, dipped <laughs> in your brew, as and then pulled out as quick as possible because they'll just disintegrate. Yeah, yeah but I don't. We've been through this before, haven't we? I don't dip it in my tea. Yeah, you, you just, there's just plenty of things wrong with you. No, because I don't know how we're friends. I really don't know how we're friends. <laughs> I didn't realize we were. <laughs> we're clearly not now. I'm, it's like I don't know you. Well, we've said this before on the show, haven't we? About, about dipping biscuits in, in tea and hot chocolate and whatever you have, coffee and whatnot. Okay, my kids sometimes will have will have biscuits to dip in their tea in the, in the morning or, or, or their hot chocolate. I'm the one who's got to clean the biscuit sludge left in the bottom. It's gross. It's like chocolate phlegm. It's it's minging. It's like this thick, gooey kind of gack in the bottom of the cup. And I don't like that. That, that kind of texture, bleh, I don't like it. Same as the custard, the skin on custard, that kind of blobby, bleh, don't like it. Don't eat it then. Well, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't eat it. And that's why I don't dunk my biscuits, see? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know? could you not just tip it into the bin or into the well, yeah but i've still got a deal and if i my point is if i dunk into my own cup of tea then i'm making more of that for myself aren't i and i don't like it well so. only if you like so slow that you lose your biscuit if you dunk and and it's still whole when it comes out you you've won the game yeah but you're gonna get bits like crumbs yeah I mean, this this has certainly took a tangent from Graham liking the, <laughs> the world's quietest song to sign his horrific take on biscuits. Graham, Graham Biscuit Thief has started an argument. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on? Because yes, whatever yes, I yes, I'm going to be wrong, I, so. <laughs> Our good friend, Connor, at Connor Knows Stuff on Twitter. He's picked um, a wrestling theme, to be honest, to, to have as he enters his his work, his shots, and so on. And he's going with the Run DMC D-Generation X theme, oh, The Kings, from WWF Aggression CD. I don't think I ever owned that one. Oh, it's a great CD. It's really hard to get hold of. Like, at least I, I can't find it anyway. Some great music okay. on there, to be fair. I've got Not a just... few of them. Like I've got three or four, maybe, of the, of the music CDs downstairs, but they're, or they're in a box up here, one or the other. I've got the one that's got the three discs, so you've got like the oh, the, the, the anthology. Yeah. yeah, that's that's good, but it's all on Spotify now, isn't it? I suppose. So. You know, I, I don't know if this aggression one is on Spotify. I don't think it is. I tried on because I'm on iTunes, so I was trying to look for it, and it's quite hard to get hold of. I whether it's because of the obviously the actual artists involved with the okay. songs as well, because obviously you know, like, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is the Run DMC D Generation X is absolutely amazing. I used to love that when it used to come on, uh, just that the electronic sound and everything kicking in, and just like yeah. I wish they kept it. But obviously, I'm guessing they license it for a while and then that's it. So I, I think yeah, because um, they're DX banned, didn't they? I think this is the yeah. same CD. What had the the Austin remix with uh, with the lyrics as well? Oh, that was Drowning Pool, wasn't it? Didn't, was it Drowning Pool that did that version? Oh, was God. it? No, I, I don't think it might so. have been. Okay, I'm going to that now. <laughs> no, I'll have to look that up. But for some reason, there's Drowning Pool in the back of my head. I, don't, I'm, I could be completely wrong. Oh, it's that. disturbed, isn't it? It's disturbed. Ah, disturbed. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I knew it began with a D. I started typing <laughs> in and I remembered it as I was typing ST. I got to. That's as far as I got. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, disturbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's a good tune as well, my nice. The, <laughs> even wrestling aside, it's a good tune. Yeah? Uh, next up, we have at handy t1tf, good friend of the show, and this is an absolute banger of a record. Wow. He has selected "Bad Company" by the band Bad Company. It's why they call me. Now, if anyone's not heard this, people more recently may have heard the Five Finger Death Punch cover of it, which again is, is a fantastic cover version as well. But Bad Company, I think it's Paul Rogers was the vocalist. He sang for Queen for a short period as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, sang for the band Three as well for a little while. Um, absolutely brilliant, brilliant singer. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and that tune, Bad Company by Bad Company, that is that's a banger of a record, lads. Yeah, great pick. I agree. And this is this is gold as well. This is gold from our good friend Scottish Danny at Scottish Juggalo on Twitter or Colin McAldy as he is going to be known. Oh, we we got into a real Twitter chat about this one. <laughs> yeah, I think again it, it is similar to how we were discussing Graham having the quietest song in the world as his entrance theme and we end up talking about dunking biscuits i think this conversation on twitter got away from us a bit as well mags to be fair <laughs> i think it kind of snowballed it like, the touch like <laughs> danny says every time he nips into tesco's for a meal deal he wants gangrel's theme playing uh as he enters the doorway, <laughs> rude bass included. Now that is a brilliant. I like that. that but it's it sticks in very, my head very as well. messy. Very yeah. messy for the for the Tesco staff to have to deal with. You can just imagine it, like, can't you? Danny sort of walking across the car park, and they're all screaming, "Don't let him in! Don't let him in!" <laughs> he, wa- he he does walk through the. You are bored. <laughs> you are bored. That bloodbath is just going to ruin his BLT. That's all that's going to happen. Yeah, that's, oh yeah, that's right. The bread's going to go off on you. Isn't it? But it, you know, blood everywhere on the on the deck, and I just one solitary little dude at the back with his caution wet floor sign and a mop trudging over, like you know, to sort out Danny's mess. Yeah, it's so personal mop assistant because he's he's just waiting by the door. And the yeah. music comes on, right. I'm ready. <laughs> In my head. I picture this guy to be working part time because he's semi-retired, and his name's Malcolm. I don't know why. So yeah, why Danny, Malcolm. Poor, poor Malcolm. Malcolm. Danny messing up Malcolm's floor every other day to get himself a freaking meal deal. Make your rap at home. Stop messing Malcolm's floor up. But anyway, <laughs> are you right, Si? <laughs> Mate, I'm buzzing today. I'm 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 in a, I'm in a fantastic mood. I'm, I'm I'm flying. I got my can of ginger monster here as well. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm loving life at the moment. Grammy. But yeah, it kind of got away from us a bit, Mags, didn't it? Do you want to, do you want to talk through uh, what, well, why you, Danny has now got a new name? You, you, you had, yeah, uh, yeah, at least it isn't because <laughs> that that means he's the fucking delinquent. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you actually started the ball rolling when you asked him if it was just Tesco <laughs> um, and then if he had a different theme for Asda or Morrison's. So that gave me the the in to to start uh, causing ruckus. So I said when he goes to Alde, he uh, he plays the Christian, Christian. <laughs> at last, you're on your own. <laughs> it's a so, no from me, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that ended up leading to him being called. Um, 
Colin Aldi. Oh no, um, we we Colin said that the, uh, Aldi wouldn't be able to afford the rights to the Christian song, so I changed it up to Colin. <laughs> Colin, you've arrived here by yourself. So that led to him being called That's Colin. <laughs> the Scottish juggler Colin McAlder. So that's how I'm going to refer to him on every episode of A Changing Attitude from now on. That's it. That's his working name. You know, that's his, <laughs> that's his, that's his, his, his gimmick name. His gimmick name. Yeah. Like Mags isn't actually your name. Uh, Benny <laughs> Mac isn't fully your name, I guess, as well. So this is his Wait, working name. Your name's not SJP Words. No, no, my name's Cy just before oh, I saw okay. the words there, don't you see? Because <laughs> I'm not inventive enough to think of a working <laughs> name, mate. I'm not clever enough to do that. <laughs> so I literally just picked my initials. Um, <laughs> You're like Simon Dean from the WWE version, aren't you? That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> except without the fitness gimmick, obviously. <laughs> That you know, guy was not fit. That guy was—he just put on a freaking a bloody purple bloody uh, tracksuit, and that was it. He weren't bloody fit, no way. Is it velour was it? Is that how you say it? Velour tracksuit. Don't give that. A- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sense oh. tingles. Well, yeah. I'm glad you. I'm glad you stipulated spine. I was a bit concerned where you were going with that. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, Dan Griffin, who has abandoned us this evening. To go Again, this, mu- to- this oh. must be like three episodes in a row now he's ditched us. I don't think he should be part of the 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 CWF anymore. Mm, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to put it to a vote, or he has to do something exceedingly nice to make it up to us, like send us cakes or something. Or maybe record an episode of a, a certain Doctor Who podcast that could that could get him in the good books. Oh well, yeah, we did record one last night, and to be fair, my internet was terrible yesterday, and I messed him around no end. I, we recorded like fifteen minutes, so I had to disconnect, reconnect, and so on. So yeah, fair play to Dan for tolerating that bullshit because it was absolute nonsense. I don't know what the hell was going on with it, but it's all right today, thankfully. Dan says, and it's at Dan Griffin 21 on Twitter. Good friend of the show, Dan Griffin, says here on the way to the pub, he wants playing one bourbon, one scotch, one beer by George Farragut. No, that's that's good. <laughs> uh, when he's heading to the fridge, hangover, bring me to life by Evanescence. <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> and he he says here he'd also make it so that when anyone he doesn't like farts in public, it would play "Let It Go" from Frozen, so everyone knows who's gaffed. I think as though if they just played "Let It Go," and you're in a group of people. I still think you need some kind of visual aid, like maybe like an arrow pointing down or something like that, because it could be. Oh, they get covered in snow. Ah, yeah, <laughs> like, like a frozen rude bath or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Your size, that, your theme size should be "Let It Go." When things are changing, just let it go, mate. Let it, just let yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, potentially. It's never going to happen, mate. I'm 41 in a few weeks. If I haven't changed by now, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to change you. I'm just here to enjoy the show. Excellent stuff. <laughs> Glad to hear it. 
Dan's partner in crime from the UTT podcast at UTT Rob. He says, Sid's WCW dub theme on loop for all occasions. Now, we've had a conversation about Sid's theme before, haven't we? Now, when he says the dub theme, I'm assuming he means the one that is actually dubbed over on the network. Yeah, the generic theme that is right. now got on the network, I, I assume. Because he still, did use... It's a massive bugbear. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's it's like a... Um, they kind of mock up the real theme, don't they? As close as they can, mm-hmm. but it's never quite good enough. And I think yeah. it was a Scorpions track, wasn't it, that we'd find out on a previous episode. That, and, and I ended up tracking the, tr- the Scorpion track down, and, and it's really, really, really good song. But um, the, the dub version sits well, and that doesn't spring to mind. I don't... I don't Recognise that. I've not watched enough Sid WCW on the network to to say what the the track is. I've watched plenty of Sid WWF, especially his nineteen ninety six run, and mm. you know that that's actually not bad for music. It certainly fits him. That's what psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that what, really fits him. What do you mean you've not seen enough of Sid Vicious and WCW? What have you been doing with your life? I know, I mean, I get to the point where he breaks his leg and the point where he says he's got half the brains that you do. Yeah. I, I just can't, I can't take him anymore. Or when he gets his car squashed, that one, mm. that bit is hilarious. But yeah, the, the in-ring stuff, yeah, I couldn't give a toss about. No, <laughs> Sorry, okay. Sid. Fair enough. Fair enough. He doesn't care enough anyway. He goes off and plays bloody softball rather than wrestling. Imagine ditching wrestling every year for softball. Hey, Sid, do you want to take over from Hulk Hogan and potentially be the biggest name in wrestling and make millions and millions of dollars? No, I'm all right, Vince, actually. I'm going to nip off and play softball with my mates, all right? What is that guy thinking? I mean, softball is essentially rounders, isn't it? Is it? It's pretty much rounders. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. The ball's like massive, though, isn't it? It's like... I don't know, is it? I think so. It's the ball, isn't it? Yes, it's like huge, yeah. Yeah. Like a football. Um, no, not the size small, of a like a small one of those small crappy little balls you get at the beach. <laughs> like yeah, a size, like a, you know, size three or something, I suppose. Yeah, it? I've never looked well, at the size of the balls. <laughs> Do they have sizes on them? I never know. Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah. I've no, never yeah. that needs clipping. I've never <laughs> looked at the size of the balls. <laughs> Do they have the sizes on them? Yeah, it depends <laughs> if you go for that tattoo design or not. You know, it's <laughs> oh, no. yeah, like in the in the Premier League and so on. There, there are size five. That's like a proper match ball. It's a size five. Oh, okay. uh, most most training balls are a size four, and then the little mini ones are a size three. Okay. So what's a size one ball? Well, it's obviously just fucking smaller, isn't it? Is that like a ping pong? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like... Like a like marble. A, yeah, a marble. <laughs> oh, five nerds go. At five nerds go on Twitter. And this is something we're going to have to put on the audio version for people to hear. He says, for any other occasion, well, at work, he says he would like lift music playing all the time. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's just going to annoy everyone. I suppose that's the, that's the purpose for it. Uh, otherwise, he would like the loop tuba from Family Guy playing at any other occasion. Um, and he sent a video, which I clicked on. Not And the, and, and the headline of the video on YouTube is Loop Tuba 10 Horas. Now, in hindsight, I can see... <laughs> you didn't realise that that was a 10-hour video, yeah, did you? Yeah, it means 10 hours. <laughs> and I was like, what's that then? So I clicked play, and I started listening, and I was like, okay, 
Is this going to change? Forty-five minutes in. <laughs> is this going? Is this going? Is this going to kick in in a minute? This just yeah. this is a long, a long tuba <laughs> intro. I mean, <laughs> three, three YouTube adverts later. Um, yeah, still going. Start <laughs> waiting for the beat to drop. When is <laughs> this beat going to kick in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whistles coming in, like you know, and all the drum and bass. And uh, so I clicked on it, and I realised I was about six minutes in, and and it said, <laughs> and it said no. I was doing other things. I weren't just sat watching the tube and the video. No, you, like, were. you were sat you know, there, <laughs> wondering what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and when you say six minutes, I think six hours. Yes, yeah. Click on it. And it says four oh. hours remaining. Oh my god! I'm a, I'm over halfway now. You might as well stick it out. See what happens at the end, eh? <laughs> oh, it's just like watching How I Met Your Mother, isn't it? For fighting through to find out what happens at the end, and then in the end, realizing it's just hey, that's a great show. Work. Don't be knocking How I Met Your Mother. It's I have me. never watched one single episode. It Barney is a great character. He yeah, oh, yeah. He, everybody he's, he's else. <laughs> yeah, everybody else on that show. Is a prick. They're incredibly unlikable. The main character Ted is a fucking knobhead. I want to fight him. He's a dick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Harboring some deep, deep talk about Ted. I was going to have a comeback, but I think I'll just leave that there because <laughs> <laughs> six hours of Luba, Luba. What the hell am I on about? You think you know me? Steve-O on Twitter, good friend of the show, at Total Steve-O is his handle. Go chuck him a follow there. He says, it's not directly answering the question, but every time he hears Edge's theme, uh, Edge's name, sorry, he constantly sings on <laughs> on this day from his theme tune in his head. It just triggers the music in his mind. Uh, and Randy Orton's is another one. When he hears Randy Orton's name, he starts humming along or singing, I hear voices in my head, and just sing that repeatedly. And it is, both of those tracks are, I suppose similar to the brood for me as well, I guess when you hear them or when you think of that individual the music is so synonymous with them. It does just loop in your mind. It, you know, like an earworm they call it, don't it? It just drives me mad. Yeah. You know? Well, Triple H's motorhead, I would say is probably one of them for me, to be honest, you hear Triple H's name. And mm. even though I do miss his, uh, my time one from like in the early two thousands before he changed that, even though as much as I love the motorhead one, that one was pretty cool back in the day because the heel, th- everything he was doing. So, mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah definitely good. get stuck in my head, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but they're, motor, they're, you can't fault. Yeah, they're a bunch of uh, wrestling themes that kind of the songs are so good that they they make their way into your your regular playlist a lot of the time. Mm. I know I've got uh, I've got Edge's uh, Metal Ingus on my playlist. Um, that one. So, track, yeah. Who did the one? Was it Rob Zombie? Did one for him beforehand as well? Yeah, he was. Yeah, ne- never gonna stop. Yeah, yeah, mm. that was okay. I, was, I mean, it's not the best Rob Zombie track ever, but that, that worked as well for a while, I suppose. So. I had Bobby Roode's Glorious stuck in my head for an entire shift once. Amazing. <laughs> no, that Amazing. It, it was good for the first month or so. Yeah. His, and his after NXT, that, it got annoying. His NXT debut was fantastic. That was in the NXT TakeOver that he had, that uh, theme and everybody singing it. It was such a cool moment to finally see him in WWE. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think after a while... It simmered down, didn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> whereas uh, Alistair Black's NXT theme, that was that was a banger. Yeah, that's one that's gone into like my regular playlist as well. Yeah, that's, an absolute, that's a is um is music for uh, AEW as well. That's good. 
Yeah, yeah, it's well. a, a lot more hardcore than his mm. um, than his uh, NXT one, but yeah, still a good one. Yeah, um, we uh, continue with Steve-O. Talking of theme songs, he genuinely can't stand the Undertaker's theme stroke entrance. Skips it every time. Oh, wow. Worry. How dare you, Steve-O? How dare you? Yeah. However, his late 98 into 99 theme with the guitar is sublime, and he watches entrance all the time with that, that tune. A, that's yeah. a great track, actually. Is it Ministry, is that? Is that the that's Ministry right, yeah. theme on about you? Yeah. yeah. That's a great tune. Skip in. Don't skip it. What's the matter with you? He's had some of the best entrances of all time with, with the Druids. and mm. yeah. yeah, it's been amazing. So you're wrong, Steve. Or you're wrong. <laughs> There's three wrong. of us. Like you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. wrong. You are. <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> and, and, and talking to Steve, he's, he's got um, he's obviously part of the the team at Elite FPL uh, who do uh, fancy football. But he's got his own channel where he uh, he listens and reacts to like um, hardcore rock and yes. kind of like headbanger music. Honestly, ah, that's not my my bag. I'm not into that kind of music. But watching him uh, headbang to that music is so heartwarming because you yeah. can see how much he loves it. So yeah, definitely go and check out Steve Wars, uh Steve Wars channel because it's a hell of a lot of fun. And you get a bit of um air air drumming and then a bit of it's, the air the air bass guitar is my favorite because he, so he plays the bass high. You know, it's, it's good. And, it's, and it's, it's, the, it's it. the it's the it's the earphones for me as well because the wire is just going everywhere because he's so into the song. <laughs> how they how those earphones don't pop out of his ears is is beyond me. But yeah, it, it's cool seeing you having so much fun. Yeah, definitely. Go find Steve-O's YouTube stuff. You can find him on Twitter, at TotalSteve-O. And I know that there'll be links available there, but we'll share some links from the Chain Wrestling account as well for Steve-O's YouTube channel and so on. Well worth a look. Hey, everybody. It's Sai. Just wanted to jump in quickly here on the podcast version of the show whilst we're discussing Steve-O and his, his content for fantasy football and his music content and so on we give out steve-o's twitter handle at total steve-o go give the guy a follow he's he's a fucking legend he's awesome but we discuss his youtube channel as well but don't actually give out the i suppose the handle the address however you want to word it so i just want to make sure that we cover that for you if you go to www.youtube.com forward stroke c forward stroke total steve-o you will find Steve-O's YouTube channel and the reaction videos, the music videos, however you want to word it, that Magsy is uh, putting over here so strongly. And he's doing that for a good reason. Steve-O's a top bloke, absolute legend. And the support he gives our show and our other shows and, and our community in general is so, so appreciated. Um, so go check Steve-O out. Chuck him a subscribe on youtube like all his videos give everything a watch check him a follow on twitter at total steve 100 worth it uh steve just so you're aware you're an absolute cwf legend we love you a bits okay there we go back to uh back to this week's podcast audio of chain wrestling live thank you for listening everyone bye bye And he also did a reaction video 
I think that's the right term, isn't it? Reaction video or, or play along or however it's worded to uh, a coming tide, which is the awake by design song that my, my brother is the vocalist yeah, for. We did. We that did. is the theme tune for the SJP podcast, where I decided to chuck random episodes of that out. Um, <laughs> a- and, after you got pulled for YouTube uh, copyright claiming. <laughs> the, 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 the copyright claim from a song that you said would be okay to use. <laughs> no, no, don't blame me because some Turkish people have claimed a song that yeah. quite clearly was not theirs. Yeah, it's uh, the thing is, it was theirs, Maxi. That's the thing. I looked into it, I found them on Spotify. Okay, so, you- so basically, I'll, I'll, I'll explain for those who don't know the, the original theme that was used for. I don't know, best part of 50 episodes of SJP, the kind of just uh, uh, instrumental song that played was off a, a website that effectively said the, the music was available. You could use it. It was, it was non-copyrighted. It was free to use and so on. So we, I had this on on the SJP show from episode one, r- running right the way through. It was on there for, for a very long time. And then <laughs> the first show that went up on YouTube for Radio Techers it flagged up with a copyright issue for this particular song. So it is what it is. If somebody's claimed no, it, so it, be it. It, it. it flagged up for two copyrights because... Yeah, okay, yeah, two songs, yeah. There was like about three seconds of the NWO uh, theme music that was in the episode as well. And yeah. And they, they flagged it for that as well. But, yeah, ridiculous. But this, um, the, this track here... It, the, 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 we'll call it the Turkish track because it's by a Turkish band. <laughs> it's... it's uh, it's been used so much. It flagged up on YouTube. So that made me curious then as to go and have a look as to why this has been. For the NWO, for a couple of seconds of that being used, I can understand why that may have flagged mm-hmm. up. I fully, fully appreciate that. But looking at the, the other one, I was like, okay, so why is that flagged up as well then? Because that's from the site that you know we, we all thought was okay to use. And I had claim, you yeah. know, claims on there saying everything is sound, crack on, whatever. It turns out somebody had uploaded effectively the whole back catalogue from this little band in Turkey up onto this site right? <laughs> and they didn't know um and the only reason i found out it was actually them was because i managed to track them down on spotify now by no means are they you know the rolling stones or anything like that so they've not got <laughs> the shit basically they are shit they've, they've got like effectively a, a, a thousand plays for this song and this song was their biggest one as well so it's not like they're you know getting groundbreaking numbers but they're creating music and they're loving it so good luck to them of course but it just made me laugh how they it's like this tiny little band in a country miles and miles and miles away <laughs> tagged my little podcast and gone, um, excuse me, I, <laughs> I wrote that. <laughs> Just funny how it works out, isn't it? Eh? But there Hilarious. we go. And finally, we have Mr. Matt Willis sent to us via WhatsApp. He says, for Engine's music, he has some belters here. And he's, he's took it quite literally, the tweets, when I sort of gave suggestions of walking into work or school or whatever. In my head, I was thinking you can He does this. Life, but... I predict he does this. Right, okay. I, honestly, I believe whatever song, I don't even know the list of songs yet, but I believe he'll have them in on his phone, in his <laughs> ears, as he does these things, he'll be listening to this music. Do you reckon it is in his ears, or do you reckon it's literally just playing? Yeah, just, l- just loud, yeah. just yeah. so everybody in, in the hospital can hear. Yeah, yeah. and that, his phone, and to make sure they can be heard properly, heard properly, his phone's not like, in his pocket. His ears. phone is <laughs> heard, yeah, to make sure it can be he- heard with your ears properly. Uh, it's, it's clipped to his belt like Dwight from the office, so the speaker can just play, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, Matt says, walking into work, 
he would have Bombshell by Paraman 5000, used by the Deadly Boys after a 2002 reunion. Oh, Just to yeah, remind that's... everyone. Oh, yeah. There. Get up, get up, get up. Yeah, crap, okay. Bombshell. Great. Yeah, that was a great track. I heard that in a film as well, randomly. I can't even remember what film it was now. I'm like, that's the freaking Dudley Boys music. What's it doing in this film? That is good. It. When I read it, I didn't twig what it was, but you sort of singing it there made me amazingly realise what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was uh... Kind of what words and, and lyrics do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a yes for me this time. <laughs> <laughs> Powerman 5000, I think, were, are they like Rob Zombie's brothers or nephews? Or There's some relation to Rob Zombie as well, I think. I'm not sure, but they've got similar sounds to Rob Zombie as well, haven't they, I think, so. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, pop in at Random Eight's house. He would use Viva La Raza. My mates were, all, were always my extended family growing up, and we would just always push the limits to win at video games, etc. so it seems appropriate. Blatchy uh, and steel. He would, he would. He would, <laughs> entering his mum's house at Christmas time, glorious domination, the Bobby Roode theme. <laughs> that we mentioned previously he says uh gotta psych out the family before any games are played apparently <laughs> no, but it's, it's quite competitive isn't it on christmas day around uh right it, this is it, it seems so i didn't realize it, it was that competitive but yeah the i don't think the glorious one fits as well as the first two though mm, okay arriving at the shops i walk alone by saliva because at the moment you should be going shopping alone. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that is that the um, the Batista? Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Was that Slivery did that? Was it? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, uh, the one that um, I think it's uh, Xavier Woods did backstage. Yeah, and he'd, like danced along to it. It was. Yeah. It is a tune. Yes. Uh, wandering down Main Street, USA at Magic Kingdom. Go the Distance, reprised by Roger Bart. The fanfare is amazing, and played on actual trumpets live would be insane. I don't really know what that is. Yeah, same. You're on, you're on your own with that one, Matt. I will look it up, though, Matt. I will. I will, te- <laughs> I will check it out. I will check it out. Is it then from all the social medias with regards to our non-wrestling topic today? What about you boys? If you had theme music to play, entering work or just just music for for your life in general, what would you go with? Yeah, there's, there's only one. There's only one you could go with. It's the Eric Bishop theme music. Okay. <laughs> what the WWE one? I'm yeah. back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm better than ever. And that works all the time. Even if you, even if you're sat down with your wife watching telly, and you just nip to get a cup of tea, and you've got oh, two minutes, yeah, yeah. you come back and you're back again, aren't you? So it works exactly. every time. Exactly. Um, oh, based on my you, current Benny? job, I would say um, would be war. Why can't we be friends? So I work in retail, and I tell you what, there are some freaking. What's the word I can use on this podcast? Right. <laughs> Floating around. Um, Pimple dicks. Yes. Pimple yeah. dicks. That's it. I should have said that, shouldn't I, on this show? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, off the top of my head, I'm going to go with that for the moment. <laughs> it might be different every week you ask me, to be totally honest. 
Having said that, Stone Cold's Disturbed theme I freaking love. So yeah. that's when you're about to go and kick somebody's freaking ass yeah. for calling you an idiot for IDing them. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. So. The, the Stone Cold theme itself is so symbolic because of the glass breaking, isn't it? That's yeah. the, the glass breaks and everyone gets the actual music, not not the Disturbed one, the, the normal one, the instrumental one. It's not actually that great a theme, is it? But it's so Whoa. iconic because of the glass. You know, someone in the chat, I will disagree with you. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's not great quality, is it? Well, mate, we're, I'm not saying this. Sh- we're oh, not putting up with that. We're not putting up with that slander. <laughs> Apologize, and you can come back. <laughs> you take that I, back. I was going to say, how can you hear if I've apologised or not? If you keep muting my mic, I've got to hold up a sign. <laughs> <laughs> I thought something uh, wrong then for a second, and I was like, "What's going on?" No, he, he meets me all the time. You know, he meets me all the time. Somebody has to. You can't deal with this idea, level Max. of awesome, Benny. It's got to do. With <laughs> it's a good idea, Max. I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes for the waiting room season two. <laughs> uh, see, for me, it would be quite simple. There's a song called uh, "Born to Run" by a band called Phantom Blue, and I will play a bit of that. That is fantastic. Oh, it's, it's sort of early nineties rock. That and it's, the it's, Bruce Springsteen track. Uh, no, 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 no. It's the, they, they were nowhere near as big as Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> it's it's a it's an all ladies early nineties rock group, and this was probably their biggest single. And there's a video on YouTube as well, "Born to Run" by Phantom Blue. You, you can't find it anywhere on Spotify or iTunes or anywhere like that. It's just literally on YouTube as, as a video because. Oh, okay. the level they got to but they released a few albums until one guitarist got quite poorly and passed away and the band kind of split but that, that was okay. really good and the, the, the woman singing she can she can really sing she is fantastic uh, or the aforementioned song by Wait By Design used for the SJP pod I love that record my brother did I think that's great maybe a little bit of bias yeah. well, potentially a little bit of bias I'm not that's it, I'm honest if I put it there's track. a lot of there's a lot of stuff that my brother's done especially in previous bands I, I, I don't play at all I don't like it and I'll be honest with him. This here, this though, and that album, that's the best work he's done. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and the obvious yeah. one, you know, simply the best by Tina Turner. That would suit me to the ground. <laughs> I, I can imagine you actually rocking around and listening to that. On yeah. the bus to work, you listen to Simply the Best. <laughs> yeah, as, as, I'm, as I'm going in, yeah. As I'm going in, I'm going, to, I'm going to mop the floors. I'm looking at all the other cleaners. And I'm, like, I'm better than you. My floors are cleaner than you because I'm the best. Well, actually, using that buffer. And my my legs go all wonky like Tina Turner's, but not because I'm trying to dance like her, just because the buffer's shaking me around. It's because you're in those uh, high heel shoes. That's what it is. Well, yeah, I've been told they're not safe for work, but I will wear them. It's my choice. Ah, <laughs> uh, Maxi, Maxi, Maxi. What do we have in the chat, my friend? 
Well, um, we've uh, actually got uh, NJB88 uh, over on Twitch saying that the NWO Wolfpack was always one of those uh, favourite intros, but they disagree about Disturbed's uh, um, rendition of the Stone Cold film, saying that they ruined it when they, they changed it. Wow. Um, Did they ruin it, or do you just fear change like me? Yeah, it could be another sound. <laughs> you know what? Um, I know NJB. He's a guy on my channel sometimes, and I would say he's very much like Sai. Fears change. <laughs> resistant. <laughs> I, I would say that, actually, yeah. Me and you together, NJB. We'll fuck the world. <laughs> uh, popping in late, uh, Colin McAlder. Colin McAlder. The Scottish juggler from Maidstone, Kent. Um, popping in. Uh, again, a lot of abuse for having cream soda. Uh, and Matt give, <laughs> yes, Matt. <laughs> and Matt also gave us a lot of uh, info about um, the the remix WWE song, saying that they're on uh, forcible entry, which is not on the uh, oh, Apple Music in, in the UK. Uh, I remember uh, having that. Uh, it'll be somewhere in my stack of CDs. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it says it's not available in in the UK. But uh, yeah, other than that, the 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 seed ref are doing what they do, chatting between themselves and paying very little attention to us, <laughs> which is the best way to be, isn't it? Yeah. And one last one last comment popping up there. I love this. Sharon saying hi to Colin McCaldy as well. So. How cool is it though? We will we'll, we'll put a name out there and it sticks, and now he'll forever be known as Colin McAldy. Colin McAldy, the middleweight champion from Kent, Scottish <laughs> juggalo, Colin McAldy. <laughs> Matt's comment here just ball is massive, just out of context as to what you're on about. <laughs> yeah, just... yeah, yeah, it's, it's obviously. Cole <laughs> never bothered him anyway. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Well, balls that big? Why would it? So, <laughs> and then let's let's end on this one. Obviously, Sai is just sad because he hates change. Very, very true. This is true. This is true. I can't help the way I am. It's just me. <laughs> so there we go. So we shall we shall we have a look at some wrestling fellas? No, I've, I've had enough now with all yeah. these theme theme tunes. Nah, come on, let's do it. Uh, let's get ready. Okie doke, okie doke. The winner of the poll this week was me. Loving it. What's that? Two, maybe three in a row? row. I know, I'm I'm amazed. I'm still like five or six behind you, I think, overall. Over like, what is it? It's not a competition. No, 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 no. It's just fun taking part. Um, (laughs) It's killing killing him that he ain't winning. (laughs) (laughs) Fun for you. (laughs) One of my favourite clips. Uh, was going back from when well, I was going back through the shows to put together like a, a, a best of. I didn't include it this time. Around. One of my favorite clips is from an episode that Mags entitled Size Win Streak is Savage because I'd won about five in a row. And Mags, mm-hmm. having a little sulk because he hadn't won a poll for a while. <laughs> it was just brilliant because <laughs> I started to feel sorry for him until at the end he started calling me names <laughs> when I was paying it back. <laughs> But yeah, two or three in a row, mate. I'm quite happy with that. It's obviously going to go to shit this week because you know that's and the way it runs for me. I never put on a big run together like you do. So, I mean, you never know. You could, depending on your pick, you mm. could be a winner. Although mm. you have got two to go against this town. Mm. It's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. So, so I might know mine already. So I'm worried that he's going to steal mine. So I'm going to be left here going, flapping, <laughs> 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 flapping at the end. That's that's happened to me. Where I, 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 think... I, I, I have a backup just in case. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so, so for context, that's what I do. I normally have two picks in case uh, 
it, well, I, I always go first anyway, so it's in case I change my mind. But sad, the one time sad didn't have two picks was the time I picked the one he wanted. Oh, yeah, no, so. of all the wrestling matches in the world. <laughs> <laughs> And I just kind of sat there going, oh, shit, oh, uh, 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 typing away frantically whilst Max was talking, trying to find uh, <laughs> so much fun there. Anyway, this week's poll winner was the 2001 Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the the better Rumbles, I think. I mean, I always enjoy a Royal Rumble anyway. I mean, to, to me, 93 is probably the worst of all time, I, I think, uh, just because of the, the the standard of guys in there and, and so on. And it's not it's not an enjoyable match. But even that, I can sit and watch still because I just bloody love a Raw Rumble. So a good Rumble, to me, is a bloody great match. And this yeah. is the reason Mr. Benny Mac wanted to uh, join us this week because this is a match and a time period you're you're really favourable for. See, that 2001 for me is a, a freaking great year, despite what most people say about going forward, the invasion stuff that happened. Me being not a massive WCW fan, again, I know who people were, and it was a shame that we didn't see some of the bigger names come over, but I loved the Invasion angle at the time. I thought it was great. Mm. So this whole year, really, up to Survivor Series, I would say a little bit after as well, but it's very good. Um, And yeah, this marked the year anniversary of me watching WWF wrestling, really, for the first time. So, And then to see... um, So obviously, previously, Austin comes back and everything, and we have the build-up to it in the, the the whole rivalry with Triple H and himself, obviously. Um, but obviously, we, we're talking about the Royal Rumble. But the Rumble match, as I before we came on, I was already spouting off stuff that happened, and I was watching it earlier. And even it's probably been I want to say two, three years since I've watched it, and I'm still like grinning and smiling and laughing at it in those particular moments. And there are certain things in not just the laughing moments. I remember obviously we'll get into it, but as a when Bradshaw gets in the ring and hits that clothesline from Hell on the Rock, and I still go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's a great match. Yeah, it's a great time of. Um, I know it's the tail end for most people for the Attitude Era, but for me, I'm like a year in. I feel like I know what I'm watching. I know what I'm understanding what's going on, and I'm loving every freaking minute of it at this point in my life. So it's a Royal Rumble 2001 is like 2000s good, but 2001 for me is like right up there. So. And so we had we did Royal Rumble 2000 a few weeks back, Max, didn't we? It was a it was a selection of yours that won the poll, and we marked yeah. that one fairly different, didn't we? I marked it quite low. You you marked it fairly high. Do you remember? I do. I, I was a I was a available for that show. He was yeah, there. Okay. He was there. I'm, was just, there yeah. I'm just seeing if you you do so many podcasts. I imagine after a while it just blend into one. <laughs> you know, it sometimes feels like that. I would say, um, yeah. Especially when it comes to intros. Um, yeah. I'm forever doing the wrong intro for a podcast. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so, Magsy, with, with regards to the 2001 Rumble, then, how long has it been since you've you've actually watched this this match? And as a general over, overall kind of view, before we get into a few more of the, the moments that happen, what were your thoughts watching back on this occasion? Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of like you. Royal Rumbles are my go-to. Um, if I've got uh, an hour or uh, two to spare and I'll pop on the network, it's more than likely I'll go to a Royal Rumble because they, they're just so entertaining. Very basic in terms of wrestling. It's usually a mm. lot of uh, punch, punch, kick, kick, elbow, elbow stuff, but it's it's the excitement of seeing so many um, wrestling superstars. Then you get the returns and the and the surprises. Yeah, I, I absolutely love a Rumble, and I, and I kind of agree with uh, Benny that this is. Whilst I won't say it's my favourite Rumble, certainly probably top three. Um, this is um, so it's jam packed with stars, and it's got the perfect blend of 
huge names, really good kind of mid-card wrestlers, um, interesting and surprising returns, and then uh, the, that little bit of kind of a mainstream uh, star power that, that wrestling needs to kind of cross over. Yeah, I think this is a, a top-notch Ray Rumble one. That, um, I, I think I last watched maybe a, a year or two ago, um, so it's not that long. It's uh, quite fresh, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy going back and watching this Ray Rumble over and over again. It's really, really good. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I, I really enjoyed watching it back, and it's probably, if I had to put a number on it, I, I think I'll be very similar to you, Maxie, saying it's in the top three for me, I guess. I wouldn't say it's my favourite of all time, but yeah, that's uh, it, it's it's right up there. But I understand that to a lot of people as to why it is their personal favourite. Yeah, so, okay, so what's your top three then? My top three? <laughs> well, this one, 92. And, oh... What year was it where Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker were the final two and they put on like a mini match? Was that 2007 or 2008 potentially? Uh, I think seven, I think. 2008 was the comeback of Cena, weren't it? In, okay, uh, right. The Madison Square Garden. Garden, yeah. That's it, yeah. So like, potentially Taker, after that then. Yeah, so 2007, I think. And then I think Taker was the first one ever to win it at number 30. Nobody had ever won it at number 30. <laughs> if I remember mm. rightly, 2008, as Mag said, Cena returned. But I think... Shawn Michaels and Taker actually started that rumble as well in 2008. Yeah. So it was the last two yeah. start started the following year. That's, that's how I remember it anyway. So it might be a bit later than that. I'll have to look it up. But that that one there is is brilliant. And being such a big Shawn Michaels fan, I was so wanting him to to win this. Having that extended period at the end of the match was a big. Granted, he didn't win the match, of course, but it, it was still fantastic for me as a fan so well, what about you mags if, if this was part of your top three what would you be having yeah so this 2001 mm-hmm. um 1992 i think that's uh that's the standard bearer for for our rumbles but for for me personally i think the best one was uh austin's second win in uh 98 um, okay where, I mean, I know it's not looked back favorably because of him kind of like cleaning house and stuff like that, but it was the way the whole show was built around him having a massive target on his back. Mm. Uh, and and the the moment his music hits and everybody s- stops farting in, in the looks ring, down the, yeah. looks to wait for him and he sneaks in the back and, and yeah, just a great rumble. Yeah. Yeah, it is very good. I'm going to have to watch that one. I don't think I've watched that one, actually. So, oh, really? That, you'll enjoy it. Really- so, and not, what Mags is saying is not sort of ringing any bells, no pun intended. So it's, I'm going um, to have to look at that. It's got the iconic front cover, hasn't it, on the old DVDs or VHS tapes and so on, of the back of Austin's head with the Royal yeah, Rumble with, sign. With, with all the nails in, yeah. like, kind of like pinhead. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay, no. See, I'm surprised you didn't go 97, Maxi, because I always thought you really, really enjoyed that one. I do enjoy 97. It, that mm. would probably edge maybe 4th or 5th. I, I really like the scene of return. Uh, I think that's... Uh, the way he kind of like was became Superman coming back mm. after essentially ripping all of his his uh, his muscle from his from his chest, um, and then back what three four months later, um, that's a that would be in the top five. But uh, ninety seven would definitely make it in that top five. Uh, but if I were to pin down three, it'd be ninety eight, um, ninety ninety two, and then this one two thousand one. Interesting. Okay, uh, Benny, what about you then, my friend? I mean, two thousand one will always be whether it's third, second or first will always be in my top three. <clears throat> Excuse me. The memories are there. I mean, 
I was thinking while Mags was talking and you guys, because I'm trying to think of my favourites, because I, I love the Rumble as a yeah. match anyway. Like Mags said, I've done that many a times, picked a Rumble and just put the Rumble match on and just watched it. Um, mm. I kind of want to do a special mention just quickly. The first ever Women's Raw Rumble was freaking awesome. Yeah. It was an absolute great moment, and I'm hopefully they can keep that momentum going. Uh, it was great. Um, but 2001, obviously, um, uh, Edge's return. I've got to mention that is uh, was that, that which was one most recent 2019 I think mm-hmm. he returned. Yeah, um, that whole rumble was brilliant because it set up Brock as the it, everybody yeah. was cheering him and everybody was like and then I've got to a point where like we've had enough of this crap now. Um, yeah. Edge returning, it- which was like you know for me because um, I try and stay away from the internet because <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, cause I, cause I, if you'd have seen me, I, I might, uh, NJB's in the chat somewhere. He can verify. I jumped out of my freaking seat when Edgy's music came on. Um, mm-hmm. um, but the fact that Drew McIntyre won it, I felt at the time, I think I said it at the time as well, Drew McIntyre winning the Royal Rumble, um, was the right person because it felt like the three years prior, it wasn't the right person that won the Rumble. Uh, if, if, that's how okay. it felt at the time anyway. Um, I was like, it's amazing. Unfortunately for Drew, obviously COVID hit and then he had to beat Lesnar in front of nobody, which I feel so sorry for that bloke, his journey and everything. (laughs) Um, So yeah, in 2016, I want to mention quickly, um, AJ Styles making his debut was like a sign at the time that things were changing in WWE a little bit. And like, actually, we're going to recognize these guys that have never been really recognized in WWE. Um, the cameraman messed up the actual initial shot, if I remember rightly. Um, but when I saw the other video they released later, when you see I am, and then it says phenomenal, and the freaking yeah. reaction of the crowd <laughs> was like, it's very similar to Y2J's intro uh, in 99. With, when you hear the, see the name Flip Jericho and the crowd just pop, Yes. Uh, so yeah, those the, are my the, the best uh, the best debut of any wrestler in the history of wrestling for me. Jericho. Yeah, yeah, Jericho's yeah, definitely 100. percent 2007 comeback was freaking amazing as well. To be fair, um, so <laughs> but yeah, those three, yeah. Uh, so 2001, 2016, and 2019, yeah, was cool. Yeah. Uh, but there's a again the whole 2019 rumble felt like just everything was right for a change <laughs> and it felt like the stars had aligned no pun intended and just like it was brilliant but then i just like i said already felt sorry for drew really yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the performance center you know and, that, was, that was such a shame wasn't it and yeah. I, th- I think that 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 uh the the drew rumble really kind of uh put pair to the the attitude that brock doesn't make wrestlers because mm. in that one match he made Drew uh, a made man. Yeah, absolutely. The way, the way he reacted to Drew eliminated him and, and the fear in his eyes, that that was so well done. Uh, I know Brock comes off as kind of like a, uh, he's there for the money, um, but he, he knows how to do business. He knew that Drew was the guy to pass that baton on to. Yeah, and I, I think I like that rumble so much because it's it's almost two rumbles in one. You get the whole kind of Brock thing at the beginning where he's just absolutely decimated everyone, kind of like Austin did uh, in, in his rumble. But then when you get Drew coming, it becomes a whole different show. And this was yeah. like kind of the making of Drew. And yeah, it was absolute a crime what happened to him and having to kind of work that uh, pandemic era and, and props to him for carrying it off uh, uh, with such class. I think he uh, he really did himself a a, a, a 
a, a lot of justice by uh, the way he carried the company in that in that mm. awful awful time. But yeah, great yeah, rumble. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant stuff, brilliant stuff. I mean, returning back to 2001 then, we have a couple of moments in the undercard that kind of help shape the the Rumble match itself. First of all, yeah. we have Drew Carey knocking around backstage <laughs> uh, and he's looking for advice because he's got his own pay-per-view coming up, apparently, uh, and speaks to Vince and Vince basically, he ends up getting lumped into the Royal Rumble, effectively. And then we also have... Austin costing Triple H the WWF title in mm-hmm. the title match there with Kurt Angle. Sort of returning the favour, I guess, because Triple H cost Austin a few weeks previous on Raw. And that yeah. also comes back comes back to haunt him, I suppose, in one way or another in the main the main Rumble match. The match starts with Jeff Hardy uh, and Bull Buchanan. Good old bull, eh? Fantastic stuff. <laughs> be squared. Be squared, that's right. Be squared, Jesus Christ. Matt Hardy yeah. is like third, and we end up with bull going quite early. And and this, again, is another thing I love about the War Rumbles. We had it with Demolition back in, I believe it was 89, potentially, maybe 90, I'm not sure, where tag teams are genuinely going to face off against each other. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting. Well, we we get a, a little snippet from uh, the APA earlier in the show. Yeah, who uh, they they sat around the the poker table and they're talking about whether they'll end up having to face off against each other, comparing numbers and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it's every man for themselves in the Royal Rumble, and this yeah. kind of nails that that rule down. Mm. Yeah, definitely, and it, it's great. To, I mean, it, again, it's ways of telling the story, isn't it? I suppose you can have factions working together, like the Nexus did with CM Punk at one stage, and that was a a really cleverly done sort of section of that rumble. And then seeing tag teams fight each other, and potentially tag teams splitting up over the War Rumble as well. It's quite a good booking device, I suppose. This match you can go various different ways with, with different aspects. Yeah, but the way we go here is <laughs> basically Drew Carey does enter at number five. And the Hardys end up eliminating each other, which then leaves Drew Carey stood in the ring, sort of arms above his head, going, Well, this is bloody great. I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm Before, gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> I've won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> There's Jeff, no one else here. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's bumped though when Matt because Matt pulls onto his like uh his top or whatever, tied around his waist. Mm. I'm thinking, was he meant to do that? Because I tell you, I don't remember this being as hard as it was. And it sounded like that freaking when he hit that mat, I was like, Oh, I bet he had the wind knocked out of him there. Kind of a splash, isn't it? Hang it on, you know. So, yeah. Sadly for for our buddy Drew, he's not the winner of the War Rumble. And number six (laughs) is best line in that. By the way, is sorry before you get off there is uh, take your glasses off. You're not a Dudley. (laughs) 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 Yes, we have Kane entering at six, and some brilliant comedy here. This tickles me every time I see it. He. Drew Carey tries to shake Kane's hand, doesn't get anywhere with that, <laughs> and then offers him money. That I is superb. That. That. Can you imagine though, if Kane had taken the money and just pocketed it? <laughs> and just, uh, yeah, just popped over the top rope and went, tell that then. <laughs> this was milked uh, for as long as they could. I mean, the way Kane kind of come, ambles down to the ring, walks all the way around, they, they know that as soon as he gets in that ring, there's not going to be much that him and Drew can do. Um, but, but yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was the, the good thing about Red Rumble is you get these little comedy moments like this. Um, yeah, yeah, this was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to it in a, in a, in a moment. I've kind of written down what I've got there. Cause to me, the match is broken up into different sections. This yeah. Rumble, mm-hmm. it, as we mentioned with the Lesnar Rumble, 
being almost like two matches. Yeah. This is kind of similar for me. But if we get um, uh, Drew Carey again offering the money and he's eliminated, then Raven arrives. Mm-hmm. And, and it kind of goes quite hardcore for a while, doesn't it? So we, we get ridiculously Al Snow, hardcore. Um, Al Snow with a bowling ball. Oh, yeah, my goodness. I, I, how you, I hope he's wearing a cup because, you know, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I mean, I know, I don't know how he would have, because he kind of picks his legs up as well. I'm thinking gravity is not going to help you there. No. <laughs> so, I don't understand how he could, yeah, you're right, Benny. I don't understand how he could have got away with that not hurting somehow. Even with a snow proper, a proper wangs that ball at him, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Yes, that, that hurt. even with a cup that's going to crush something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crazy stuff. I think but the cup became a diaphragm actually. In that, particular <laughs> 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 uh, we get the hardcore guys: Al Snow, Raven, and so on. Uh, Peter Saturn. Sutcliffe impersonator, uh, Steve Blackman. Um, <laughs> I never got on board with uh, Steve Blackman. I could never get on board with Weapon. I know. Uh, I, no, I, like I probably missed. Yeah. I probably missed the bit where he was good. I don't know, but I never got no. on board with it. At so all. you need to watch Steve Blackman and Al Snow as head cheese. That is one of the I remember best tag teams. <laughs> and when they when they uh, come up with uh, loads of uh, stupid gimmicks, I think one of them was like the the the, the detectives or the town traveling detectives, where they go back in town to to solve uh, crimes. Yeah, the, those two were gold together, absolute mm. gold. Uh, was it WrestleMania 16 when they actually bought out a little slice of cheese? They kept slapping his bar. <laughs> That's what <laughs> yeah. you remember. Just, just surreal, surreal. Uh, after Kane has basically eliminated everybody, we get the first, I suppose, proper big surprise other than Drew Carey, the first wrestling surprise, I suppose, uh, <laughs> with the, the return of the Honky Tonk Man. And I get a real big kick out of this because when I was when 2001 came around, I still very much was dependent upon my DVDs and VHS tapes and so on to, to watch my wrestling. And one that I played to death was SummerSlam 18, uh, 88, SummerSlam 89, and other things like that with Honky Tonk Man involved in it. So when his music hit, I was like, no way. And seeing him come out, uh, it being somebody I recognised from watching these tapes back and seeing them live at that point, it was so surreal for me, you know? Yeah, it's almost kind of like um, era that Honky Tonk was actually in this show and we, we're, we've we watched this and we're talking about it this week because um, it was only yesterday that Danny and I recorded an episode of uh, A Change in Attitude and Honky Tonk returned in that episode as well. So in, in two days straight, I'm talking about two Honky Tonk returns. Amazing, amazing. And he says, stand back, big fella, to Kane, doesn't he? i got some business to take care <laughs> of. Kane's head turns like a dog. Like, trying to figure oh, out how good is that? <laughs> amazing. Because he's got this long hair, and he's wearing this mask. But yeah, just by tipping his head, or, or when, he, when he shakes his head slowly after this moment, <laughs> he really puts forward... Uh, I don't want to say emotion, but it's it's like he's putting forward stuff without having to make facial expressions, without having to deliver lines. And I think it's brilliant. <laughs> what have we got there? Dan Griffin in the chat. Honky Tonk Man is a massive fucking ass wipe. One of the most pimply dicky pimple dicks to ever pimple dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he says that, but then he also puts this, which uh, kind of... Uh, Negates what he what he says about Hong Kane, the rightful Raw Rumble winner, two plays no, one one. I'm not sure I, about that. I don't agree. I think he's very selfish in this Royal Rumble, eliminating all them people. 
Yeah, that's it. That's it. You would never get Roman Reigns doing that, would you? No, 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 no. Uh, Uh, One other comment quickly before we move on. My name is Kane. (laughs) Uh, Connor McCabe in the chat there saying Rumble 94 (laughs) is the greatest of all time. He believes it was the one that Flair won for the vacant title. Flair won in 92. That's 92, sir. Yeah, Yeah. 94 was when Brett and Lex Lugo went over the top rope together and it was a draw and they both fell on to WrestleMania 10. Yeah, so just to clear that up for you there, my friend. <laughs> Hot Dog Man gets his guitar smashed over his head. <laughs> Logged Jeff out of the way. style. <laughs> oh, absolutely walloped him, didn't he? Yeah. But then we get, I suppose, the next section of the match because we get some bigger names start to arrive because we have The Rock turn up at number 13, don't we? Mm-hmm. Now, his pop was big, but I didn't think it was as big as some of the later guys like Austin and so on. The Good Father's pop at 14 was huge. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was always over in that suit mate he was always over <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's you get a bit of a lull after the rock though for me and this is this is something about this rumble that i didn't really remember i was look back on it so favorably and remember all the good moments the honky top man drew carey the ending and all these these great sections of the match but after the rock arrives and i know the purpose for it because you've got to fill the ring back up so the bigger names can come in and clean house, for want of a better term. But you get the likes of Bull Buchanan and not Bull Buchanan, sorry, Bradshaw and Albert and the Honky Tonk, uh, so Hardcore Holly and, and Test and so on coming in. Again, like I said, it, it, I understand the purpose, but after all the, the fun and, and the brilliance of the first sort of 13, 14 entrance, this felt like it kind of dropped into a bit of a lull for me. Did you two pick up on that at all? Or are you okay with how that went or? No, I, I thought it was fine. I think um, you, you made a good point about the, the need to fill the ring back up after uh, mm. Kane's had his, his period of dominance and we've got the, the return of Honky Tonk. So I think they, they played it pretty well with uh, some wrestlers coming in and be able to stick out a little bit, but then still throwing out people like Taz after 10 seconds uh, or so. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it, it works pretty well uh, that we, we start getting a, a build-up because you don't want... Uh, uh, a came from where it's so dominant that you're getting down to the final four or five wrestlers and it's just him in the ring all mm. the time. You do need uh, a little bit of action or, or else you can kind of like, um, you can turn your audience off, I suppose. So I think Rock coming in and kind of balancing out against Kane and, and being able to take it to, to the big red machine to allow other people to, to be able to get in and work, that, it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I mean, uh, Albert, what, and Albert and stuff did actually make, you know, Albert managing to pick up for the cane and hitting the boldo bomb. I felt like they, at the time, <laughs> they thought they were maybe trying to like push him a little bit and then we'll do something with him. Bradshaw obviously hitting the clothesline on the rock and I still wince at that to this day because it was freaking impactful. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, I think Mags is right. Trying to build it back up again. Like you said, you kind of cut the rumble a bit like a cake. You have sections and you want to build up as it goes. One thing I do want to mention very quickly is obviously Taz got eliminated. I remember watching this rumble on Sky. So I watched it live and I was watching on the network earlier and I know they do this a lot on the network, don't they? They redo things or they put things Mm -hmm. in or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, When the original thing happened, Taz comes in, um, they get, he gets eliminated and there's a bit where Kane and The Rock are kind of going at each other and there's a bit of lull from the commentary team. It just sort of goes quiet for about, I don't know, 20 seconds, okay. it feels like. Um, in the W Network version, they show the replay of Taz getting eliminated, but nothing's said. So I feel like they've put that, maybe yeah. that was supposed to happen. Yeah. 
live, but they put it back in. Okay. After. It was so random. I was like, I don't remember this happening. Yeah. You know, that was that was strange. Yeah, I thought because... I thought I'd muted my TV. Yeah, it was very weird, wasn't it? Like a weird mm. moment. Like, okay, something else there. with that as well. When the 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 replay screen, I suppose, kind of zooms onto the onto the screen and off again, there's no graphics. It's not like um oh, yeah, like yeah. now like now when you have like a, a Royal Rumble logo or certain graphics that have mm-hmm. the the replays or the, the screen in screen zooming onto the onto the picture yeah, picture in picture yeah 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 there's there's no graphics there's no fanciness to it which obviously obviously WWE is very big on it's literally just a black thing swings on screen shows the elimination it goes black again and swings back out yeah, yeah it's a, a very rough that, edit. Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. Very strange. I, I saw that, and I was like, "That's that's really weird." But I'm glad you brought that up because I'm not just yeah. me going mental. Then it's <laughs> <laughs> just moments, uh, isn't it? Sometimes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We then get the the big show uh, comes in to quite a reaction because he's making his return. Apparently, he's been away for a few months. Here, he's wearing a t-shirt that he's cut far, far too short for himself. Think it through, mate. If you're going to put your arms in there, you need a, you need a longer body, a shirt. Let's be straight. I'm a big fat bloke. I know this myself. Yeah, this this was not in good shape, Big Show. This was no. a tubby Big Show. This is Big Show. I've been off for a few months, and I've not once gone to the gym, Big Show. But, <laughs> but he turned heel and face again in this rumble, so that's yeah. fair, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, 35 he times he turned? On his back, or doesn't he? Heel, evil, good, evil, good, evil, good, evil, yeah. good. Um, I think too many times for that poor bloke, because he could have been champion probably a few more times, to be fair, especially yeah. as a heel. Um, but yeah, yeah, he t- flipped so many times. <laughs> he, yeah, totally mismanaged. I think he was totally it's, mismanaged. I think he's yeah. it's it, stuff with Undertaker was brilliant. I thought that, mm-hmm. that was really good, but yeah, he was mismanaged. Yeah. He could have he should have been used as a special attraction, booked as an absolute killer, but they had him on TV every week, they overexposed him, and that and that was that really. The the, the sort of the the mystical side, I guess, or, or the magical side, the, the special attraction side of the big show being this, this giant was took away because you see him every week and it's just like, okay, yeah. it's just another bloke. And then you beat him a few times and it's just kind of all, all done with then, isn't it? So totally mismanaged his, his whole WWE career. He could have been, been a Brock-esque style yeah. schedule yeah. could have been that, couldn't it really? Which yeah. would have well, made more sense. But instead yeah, exactly. he's wearing a nappy and, and having a sumo contest. Oh dear. I so he's I knocked out by Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> yeah, Floyd Mayweather around and you like get a leg out from his mates just to catch him. Big joke could use Floyd Mer- Merriweather to floss his freaking teeth and chicken bone out of his freaking teeth. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that Rock, punch, but you know. The Rock sends the big show out. Big Show does a little tantrum like this. He's, he's not very happy that this has occurred. Grabs the rock, gives him a bit of a pasting, smashes him through a table. And this was a clever way, I think, of getting the rock out of the way so you can have the whole Kane and Undertaker in the ring at the same time, eliminating a couple of, uh, of, of lower card talents, shall we say, without actually having to eliminate the rock. He's out of action, but he's still involved in the match. We can come back later on. Yeah, Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. 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 Kind of like the, the time when Vince... Uh, went for a tour of the of the stadium whilst being in the Royal Rumble and then made yeah. his way back. Yeah, yeah, ninety nine. Was that ninety nine? That was ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. 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 See, Scotty I enjoyed Toys. that as well. Yeah, Scotty yeah. Toys face. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh my god. He absolutely <laughs> poor Scotty Toys. He absolutely <laughs> shit himself going to that oh. ring. He was like, oh. I, I, 
give him some. I'll give him some due. To be fair, he got in the ring. He didn't have to. He could. I, I'd have just stood there going, nah, "You can wait, lads." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks absolutely. T- he's doing a really slow, almost sideways walk, isn't he? Right. It's yeah. almost like he's considering just doing a back. He's <laughs> just going. Uh, no, we'll go that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, ultimately, Undertaker and Kane they destroy a few people like Scotty Too Hotty and so on, don't they? Before Austin's music hits and we get a massive ovation to that glass breaking. This is what I remember about about Stone Cold and the whole Attitude Era, the glass smashing, the crowd went absolutely batshit crazy every time it occurs. But he doesn't make it to the ring. Triple H catches him and, and gets gives him comeuppance. Evil him to... bastard. Oh, what, evil a, bastard. what a complete How gift. dare you do what you did to me earlier? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So then we get blood in the rumble, don't we, Magazine? Yeah, yeah. Don't we, Benny? You know, Austin's bleeding a gusher. I don't normally see that much blood in Royal Rumble matches. Yeah, I think the 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 image of a, a bleeding, bald headed Austin noise mm. is is a sap. It's mm. so good. I mean, that the match what he had with uh, Bret Hart, where he essentially passed out with blood. It's it's so iconic. So I can totally understand why why they wanted to revisit that. And then we get that shot of uh, of the Rock. And Austin in the ring facing oh, each is... other, and the camera's going from one to the other. Yeah. Oh my god, that that was That's that was gold. tingling. Yeah, Austin raising so himself up, lifting his head up, and he's just like looking at the rock. Is just and, uh... and he's got that little sly smile, and the rock's like eyes are almost out on stalks in yeah. in temper. Yeah, that's and that's the crowd, amazing. the crowd are building and building and building for that whole moment as well because yeah. of the guys being because the rock and Austin just being so bloody good at what they do. They could have quite easily stood up, walked to the middle of the ring, started throwing punches, and the crowd would have reacted. Of course they would have, because it's, it's two of the biggest stars of all time. But the way they did this, it just built and built and built. Ah, just absolute gold, brilliant stuff. And what's extra amazing for me about that moment, it gets likened a lot to the 1990 Rumble when Hogan and Warrior face off for a short time. Mm-hmm. But with The Rock and Austin in 2001, you don't get a bloody crisscross, do you, where they're running from one side of the ring to the other? Because that's one of the most nonsensical things I've ever seen in wrestling, and yeah, it pisses me annoying. off. <laughs> it's, it's very, very annoying. Eventually, though, we get down to the final four. After whoa, we have... whoa, whoa, whoa. How dare you just just mosey on past the return of Haku to I was, the WWE? I've, 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 got, I've got a note right here. See, this is you jumped in there, mate. You just jump, if you let me finish, oh, you were said we were going to the final four. Have I said eventually we get to the okay. final four. Okay, after this podcast we around. see the return of uh, Meng or Haku, who at the time was actually the WCW Hardcore Champion as well. <laughs> yeah, he's literally was sad for WCW. Yeah, he, he, he won the. Oh, I think he defended the title on a pay per view maybe a couple of weeks before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, then he'd actually been on that week's WCW Nitro, and then rocked up, uh, rocked up here at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And it was Brilliant. a big surprise too. And his, his massive mop of hair is fantastic, isn't it? That's glorious. That hair. Why is that not? Why is that not on the Monday Night War stuff? Because that would be a nice little thing to know. Because I didn't know that. That's a, like what? Well, so he, he essentially he was the first invader. You could, Lance Storm mm. can can absolutely suck a fat one. It was Haku. <laughs> <laughs> He's Canadian. I, I, I get cut thin over there. <laughs> I, I suppose it gets overlooked a little bit because. 
WCW and two point mm. this stage was already pretty dead, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was only, yeah, it was only yeah, waiting yeah. for another six weeks potentially. Mm-hmm. And if anything in WCW, I mean WCW at this stage was a joke. So the WCW hardcore title was an even bigger joke, wasn't it? Just you're telling me Vince Russo didn't save the company? Is that what you're telling me? He did not, mate. He did not. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Bro. <laughs> 2020, for God's sake. If you don't know this by now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> by the way, Bruce Willis is a ghost, all right? Just move yeah. on. <laughs> oh, see, that's, that's a touchy subject for me. My sister told me that before I saw the film. My mum told me the same thing, mate. I knew he was a ghost oh. going in. She's like, I've ruined the whole freaking reveal here, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's not good it's not good the final four though are Rikishi Kane Austin and The Rock eventually it gets with and, and this is where I feel that Kane he is kind of the star of this rumble even though Austin is the man who goes on to win it because Kane is in the final two as well mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like you could, you could have used the excuse he's been there longer he's eliminated all these different people he's tired and you could have gone with The Rock or, or, or whatever or you could have furthered the, the Austin Rikishi storyline because Rikishi turned heel by this stage and they were feuding but they really really wanted to promote Kane didn't they with the role he had in this Rumble and him being the last eliminated as well yeah it comes out of this Rumble looking like the monster that he should look mm. like yeah, he, it's yeah. Uh, as much grief as I want to give him because it'll wind uh, Dan Griffin up in the chat. Yeah, th- this was the Kane Rumble. When you look back at yeah. 2001, you don't look at it as the, the Rumble that Austin won. This is the one where Kane stood up as a main event guy. Mm. Yeah. Best best version of Kane, guys, do you reckon? Yeah, I, I've always liked that. Uh, the classic cane, and then this one where it's uh, the 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 gear is changed up a little bit, and they've, they've switched to the, the black and the red. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of maskless cane. I'm not mm. a big fan of uh, metal mask cane. Uh, I don't mind uh, office worker corporate cane. Uh, that's a pretty cool version of cane. But um, but yeah, this is the best one. I think with corporate cane, the office worker cane, you get a bit of a. A little bit of comedy in there as well. Sometimes, don't yeah. you? Which is mm-hmm. like you an extra, an extra layer to the character, I suppose. Well, we 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 spoke about him over the Christmas period where he was uh, forcing kids to have um, uh, candy canes. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. But there we go. Austin wins the rumble, goes on to WrestleMania 17, uh, faces the Rock for the championship. Don't do really much there. Yeah. No, not yeah. really happens in that WrestleMania. He uh, obviously goes on and, and, and wins the WWF title, shaking hands with Vince McMahon. The Attitude the Era is himself. over. Yeah, that's it. The devil himself. The Attitude Era is over. Austin has turned heel and Vince McMahon won. So there we go. After all that, Vince McMahon won. Um, <laughs> well, that Rock Austin main event build-up was freaking amazing, though. That yeah. no way... No way, uh, sorry, my way rather. Limbiscus track yeah. is just. I remember watching that SmackDown where they freaking start throwing punches and everything. I'm like, I can't wait to see this because at this point, I've not. I've watched some back catalogue, but I've not witnessed it as it's happened. So for mm. me, this was freaking awesome at the time. Yeah, I've yeah. Done so much, you know. And but. and then you throw in the sit down interviews with Jr. Oh uh, my god, they were where, so tense. <laughs> where you, you you're getting the rock saying uh, you're going to get the very best of him, every ounce of blood, sweat, tears, and then you get Austin saying. I need to beat you. I yeah. need to beat you, Rock. Oh my God! Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the best build-up to uh, 
Goosebumps, only, literally yeah. goosebumps, as you say in that man. Honestly, yeah. goosebumps. <laughs> it, it's by far the best build up to not only the be- the the WrestleMania main event to any main event of a pay per view. It's so well done that pretty much the whole world was watching that show mm. because of that. And then you, you you consider the fact that Vince was juggling WrestleMania and then the Invasion and then the XFL. How he pull? I still am blown away how he pulled off. A damn near perfect WrestleMania, you know, with yeah. all that going on. Superb. Crazy, He's a great yeah. businessman. Yeah. Exactly. And you get the gimmick battle royal, and that's always great. <laughs> <laughs> so then, fellas, ratings <laughs> out of 10. What are we giving this? Uh, Benny, we'll start with you, my friend, seeing as you're the guest. Um, I think pretty much is probably, uh, I think the only one that comes close to beating it would be 2019 for me um but yeah i think i want to say what do you do out of 10 you say sorry yeah, yeah. Uh, 11 we do 11, 11. 11. <laughs> it's gonna be 11 uh, turn it all the way up um it's not perfect but because there are some moments in there where the hardies are fighting each other and there's a drop kick and you hear jeff i think it is do the clap and he kind of misses him by about that much and matt kind of yeah. goes and stuff there, yeah, are, there yeah, are there are there are a few moments in there that are a bit what the hell but so I'm going to say, I will say like a freaking nine out of 10 almost. Yeah, nine out of 10, I'm going to go with. Yeah, it's not okay. quite perfect, but it's uh, it's definitely, I think a lot of that is nostalgia for me as well. It's freaking awesome uh, match mm-hmm. itself. So, you know. Yeah, no worries. Magsy, yourself? Yeah, pretty much along the same lines. Um, it's like I said, it's not my favorite, but it's damn close. Uh, and it's hard to really give uh, Rumble matches. Um, a perfect score because it is very for the majority of the time it's very very basic uh, and you do get uh, lulls I suppose but for for just sitting down turning your brain off and having an hour or so of just entertaining wrestling you cannot fault this Royal Rumble so um, I agree with Benny all out of then this this has to be a nan okay fair enough I mean this this is going to be a little bit surreal to be honest it's a clean sweep mate it's a nine from me as well wow we very rarely agree wow yeah. i mean it's it's difficult because i i've always in my life said that the war rumble 92 is is the best rumble <laughs> but i'm a massive flair mark i'm a massive flair fan so am i being biased i don't know but i love not yes. flair's performance and the bobby heenan's comment <laughs> i love so, flair's performance and commentary if, and so on if barry windham was in the 92 royal rumble would that tip it over the edge if barry windham was in the 92 or what and winning it no just in it <laughs> just in it if Barry Windham was in the 92 Royal Rumble, then they might as well have just stopped there and not bother putting yeah, it on just, the other that's one. The <laughs> It'll never get better than this. It'll never get better than this, yeah. No, I've always said 92 is, is the best. So if I'm going by 92 being the best, and that would have to be like a 9.5, 10 maybe, if, in my mind from memory. This one is a very, very close to it. So a 9 is kind of where I go. I mean, you break the match down, it's got a good start, an exciting start with the hardest. You get the comedy stuff. And then you get a hardcore segment. Then you get a bit of a lull, but then the big names come in and you get an exciting finish. It does everything it needs to do. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's a, it's a great rumble. Yeah. I did think with Drew Carey very briefly that like, is Drew Carey going to be the new Pete Rose and turn up at WrestleMania and start getting tombstone by Kane every year right. for, for a little bit? I thought maybe that might happen, but it didn't obviously, but <laughs> that would be quite funny to be honest to see. <laughs> Trying to get his revenge or something for making him run away or something, you know, it just would have been yeah. funny. Oh man, 
Pete Rose, fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> give give the guy his flowers. He was he was very game for it to to be beat up by Kane pretty yeah. much every year. So yeah. props to him. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Did, fair enough. Even though he did cheat at, at baseball by taking steroids. Yeah, well, that's that's why he came to the wrestling. That no one else liked him anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have yeah. to get that anger out somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so then, for, I don't know, it's only maybe a handful of occasions in our 50, pushing nearly 60 episodes, I suppose, that we've had more than two options on the poll. But with mm-hmm. Mr. Benny Mac joining us for this uh, look back on 2001 Royal Rumble, we're going to have three options on this week's poll. So, Magsy, if it's okay with you, we'll start with Benny because he's our guest. Absolutely. I don't want to cause any trouble. All right, Magsy, we'll go to you. Well, I'm not going to be here next week, am I? So, you know, I don't want to, like, cause trouble. (laughs) So you can cause shit, mark drop, and walk away and leave leave us to deal with (laughs) it. (laughs) Right, so what you got for us then, pal? What you got? Where do you want to link to next (coughs) week? Austin, as we've already talked about it, and obviously I've already said this year is a great year for me anyway, but um, uh, the fact that Austin won the Rumble, my only natural sort of uh, link would be uh, to go to the No Way Out and the three stages of hell between Triple H Mm -hmm. and Austin. The video promo, the build-up to this was freaking amazing. Um, The fact they couldn't touch each other, the the war, the words and stuff like that that they did and just how it all played out and you know, Austin stunning Stephanie and all this kind of stuff and Triple H breaking JR. Was he, did he break his arm? I can't remember. He pedigreed him definitely. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the video package right before the match from everything that happened from Austin being run over to um, the, the crane (laughs) survivors, it was a survivor series, (laughs) you know, just all that going on. And then the, you know, the fact they cost each other the title a couple of times and then they can't touch each other. Otherwise Austin will lose his title shot. And uh, Triple H will be suspended for six months. I hated that guy when he attacked Austin, then signed the contract. But I was like, you evil bastard, but you're fucking clever. <laughs> you know, it was one of those. He, Triple H was the the bad guy for a good couple of years in WWF, WWE. Mm. Um, and just a very not nice link to this. But like the fact that he left a heel and came back in, you know, after a quad injury and came back yeah. to almost to be like greeted as a hero was really good. But yeah, no way out three stages of hell. Um, I think is a is a good match to be fair. Okay, great stuff. No way out two thousand and one. That is, yeah, it is, yeah. So it's the pay per view following on straight from literally. This, from yeah, this one, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. So another link. Great, yeah. That's right, uh, Magsy. Following the rules of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's nice Might when somebody like does it, Magsy. <laughs> <laughs> Where are oh. we going if your choice wins, Mags? So I'm following the rules of the show. My my match is linked to this match by the by the means of it being a Royal Rumble, and it's one mm-hmm. that Benny mentioned uh, uh, earlier on. Um, historical Royal Rumble. I want to go to 2018 uh, for the first ever women's uh, Royal Rumble from um, from um, Pen- uh, Philadelphia, I think it was, where Asuka uh, was the inaugural Royal Rumble winner. So yeah, I want to go to Royal Rumble 2018 for the first women's. Royal Rumble. Well, that's a great shape. It's also already a fantastic poll, just with those two options on it, isn't it? So don't you put one forward and we'll... we'll uh, okay, I'll see you all next week. No, no. <laughs> uh, okay, so my choice that uh, we'll be looking at next week, if it wins, is uh, using a similar link to the way Maxi's done it. 
it's it's just using the fact that it's a war rumble again we're in war rumble season and the reason i've chosen this is because there was quite a few conversations on twitter about it when we put forward 2001 as our topic this week we had a few people saying 2001 was the best rumble 992 was the best rumble i've said myself 92 is my favorite but am i remembering it with roast into glasses who knows well who knows let's find out so if my choice wins, I'd like us to look at naughty. I'd like us to look at the 1992 Raw Rumble, and then we can literally on the show compare it to this one because in my mind these are probably the top two. So we can have a little look at it that way. So quite a bold statement. Two, two well, of the three. Two of the three. Yeah, two of the three. <laughs> that's a, that's a, I, I rescind my pick. I want that one to win. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, no, it's, a, we it's a great pick. I mean, yeah. there's, there's no loser in 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 uh, in in that poll. A great match at No Way Out. Two of uh, two really good rumbles. Yeah, can't can't lose there. So I feel like I've lost. I didn't pick a rumble. <laughs> yeah, but that three stages of hell match, that's a barnstormer as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot that goes on in that. It's a really really good contest. So it is. I mean, whoever wins this poll is going to be well. Like Maxi said, there's no losers because we get to look at some brilliant, brilliant matches, whichever way we go. So finally, then I will run through it once more. The next week's poll is Royal Rumble 92, Austin versus Triple H, three stages of hell, no way out 2001, or the Women's Royal Rumble 2018. Those are your three choices. The poll will be up as normal when the audio stroke podcast version drops midweek. Keep an eye on all our social medias there. Make sure you vote, make sure you retweet and so on. Uh, Before we go, Mr. Benny Mac, do you want to let everybody know whereabouts they can find you on Twitter and elsewhere and the shows you're involved in and so on, my friend? I do nothing worthwhile, so don't follow me. (laughs) <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Benny Mac, B E Triple M Y M A C K. I'm trying to do some Twitch stuff, but with work, I am having very limited success at the moment. Uh, but obviously, the waiting room hopefully soon will be. Uh, I think we're aiming to get out in February. I think so. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. The waiting room on Radio Techers. I'm hopefully I'm trying to come up with a show and do something. Hopefully, more with Radio Techers by myself. But it's also working a full time job. <laughs> as well as this it can be and managing life it can be quite hard to get it all done you know but i want to do it so i've got to make time somewhere so um and the waiting room obviously on twitter at the waiting room is it, no, waiting room is rate room underscore is it not yeah, that's right yeah right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so there we go thank you very much for joining us my friend magsy whereabouts can we find you and the awesome shows and content you're involved in bud Yep, thanks. And uh, again, uh, thanks to Bennett. You've uh, been an absolute star and you know, really appreciate you coming aboard on this and, and uh, sharing your thoughts on the, uh, the 2001 Rumble with us. But also, and uh, I know I said this pre-recording, but I just want to make sure that uh, everybody uh, who listens and everyone in the, in the CDRF knows how massively appreciative uh, we at Radio Techers are for, for not only the, the content that you produce, I mean, the waiting room is superb and I absolutely love that show and I can't wait for the next season. But for all the stuff you do backstage as well with, with the graphics and, and the artwork, you're a, a, yeah, a yeah, very totally. valued member here at Radio Techers and we massively, massively appreciate you. We love um, you, Benny. <laughs> I won't go that far. We we tolerate you, Benny. <laughs> that'll do. That'll do. Tolerating is fine by me. No. I appreciate. It. It's good fun when I have actually done stuff with you guys 
Um, this is actually the first time I've spoke to Max ever, actually, so so what, somewhat face-to-face, um, mm-hmm. you know, but making these logos and stuff, when I get a chance to do, I want to do more, but it's, like I said, time is very short for me in certain areas so but i'd love to be able to and obviously help grow this channel even more so but i appreciate what you guys do every monday apart from like one so far for a year you've been doing this so fair play to you guys <laughs> keep doing it and uh <laughs> how the how you do so many podcasts mags i have no freaking idea me and you need so to it, talk. it's <laughs> it's 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 an an artist artist artistic way of time management and i don't know how i do it myself <laughs> i really really don't I, I, can, I can certainly talk for you but yeah honestly it's been uh amazing having you involved in this show and, and all the stuff you do uh for, for appreciate it um but in terms of me you can follow me uh down here on the twitters uh it's the only social media i've got the time to to deal with at podfather mags uh i'm all over uh radio techers with uh with shows like five rounds and the volley with matt there won't be no volley after this show because um there's only been fa cup football and no one really gives a shit about that at the at the third round um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, come and follow me. Uh, there's links to all my content all over my Twitter. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Come and join the fun. Great stuff. You said that so miserably as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, don't join the fun. There's oh. no fun to be had. God's sake, you lot again. <laughs> you can follow me at SJP Words on Twitter, where you'll find links and retweets and so on to the shows I'm involved in, whether that's the SJP podcast, whether that's the waiting room with Benny, whether that's chain wrestling itself, I guess, or the new venture I'm doing with our good friend Dan Griffin, the Doctor Who pod. There's various accounts for those those shows but if you chuck sjp words at sjp words or follow you'll find the links for these other shows via that one uh but most importantly you can follow this show at chain underscore wrestling on twitter facebook instagram and as always that tiktok thingy but it ain't worth it because i'll never do anything on it so there we go Start doing the, the latest cool dances on tiktok you reckon I've asked Liv if she'll help me figure out TikTok, and she said, oh, and do she I have said, to? No. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. There we go then. So the poll will be up midweek. Three fantastic choices. Benny, thank you so, so much for joining us, mate. I've, I've an absolute blast. It's been awesome, even though most of the laughs have been at my odd biscuit choices and uh, so on. But no, it's been great having you, my friend. I Maxie, I will see you next week. You certainly will. I'm off now to fantasy book Barry Windham returning in this year's Royal Rumble and winning the whole oh fucking thing. God. The stalker <laughs> returns. <laughs> <laughs> Be knocking how I met your mother. It's I have me. never watched one single episode. It Barney is a great character. He yeah, yeah. He, everybody he's, he's else, <laughs> yeah, everybody else on that show is a prick. They're incredibly unlikable. The main character Ted is a fucking knobhead. I want to fight him. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh,
I've never looked well, at the size of the balls. <laughs> Do they have sizes on them? <laughs> <laughs> 